Welcome to this Truth Codes podcast. These podcasts are created as an introduction to the work of Truth Codes. If you are enjoying these post these podcasts, I would ask that you perhaps check out the subscription-only podcasts that are available on the main truthcodes.com website. There are a myriad of opposing views, shall we say, out in the waking world just now. These opposing views are creating a chaos, anxiety and frustration that may be surrounding you at this time. And yet it's part of the major illusion that is beginning to dissolve. We can all see the holes that are in it. There's parts of this outer waking reality that no longer make sense. And of course, they're not made to make sense. The human logical mind is triggered by this because human logic demands that there is a pattern to be found. It demands that there is a, an answer to be found. And the human logical mind cannot accept that perhaps there is no answer and that there is just chaos. Not readily, anyway. So over the decade or longer that Truth Code's work has been in operation, we have seen some massive, massive changes to the outer waking reality. None more so than the sheer amount of people who are accepting things that 15 years ago, well, we would have got a wee chuckle and a raise of the eyebrow. Now, of course, there are hot debates about things. People are understanding that the world is not as it appears to our naked human eyes. People are understanding that the inner work that requires to be done deep within the heart space is a major part of how we alter the outer waking reality. People are now waking up to the agendas that are playing out. But many people are still allowing the anxiety and the frustration to stop them in their tracks. Now the work of Truth Codes has always been focused on the 144,000. That has become very, very apparent over the last, I would say, four years, four linear years or so. Now the adventure, if you like, started out when I experienced a bereavement and I looked for a way to deal with the pain that did not involve prescription drugs, for want of a better term. I was lucky in that I had a GP who pointed me or nudged me onto the path of self-healing. Now that was not for no reason. I could have chosen to accept the medication that probably most other GPs would have offered me to deal with the symptoms that I was having the stress of having to deal with the bereavement, the stress of having to deal with a marriage breaking up, the stress of having to deal with an outer waking reality that I was completely and utterly lost in. That was the beginning of my own healing journey, where I stepped towards alternative therapies. Now, I did so in a very sceptical way to start with. Whilst I'd had an interest in crystals when I was young and I was growing up, I saw them just as rocks that looked really nice, come in loads of different colours and that I could arrange in different orders. didn't think much else of it. 
I'd always had a pull towards the the difference. I'd always had a pull towards the spiritual in many different ways. Not in a religious type of way, but in a sort of, there must be more than this. So I began to walk down that path a bit more. I started off by learning Reiki. That opened up my eyes in ways that I could never have imagined. When you begin to understand your energy signature, you begin to understand what is below the symbols that appear in the outer waking reality. Part of this was to heal the intense pain that I was in. I just wanted the intense pain to stop. So the more that I ventured into the energy signature and the more that I began to walk along this path, it felt correct. I then wandered further into the world of vibrational medicine. I didn't want to do just the odd course here and there. When I set my mind to something, I normally go very, very deep indeed. So I wanted something that would give me a firm foundation and again to validate this path for me because okay I've learned a bit of Reiki and it seems every single person that is around me knows how to do Reiki but what's the point of learning something like that if we're not going deeper and understanding why that system is available, why it works and if that is the tip of the iceberg where's the rest of it? So I studied for a couple of years in vibrational medicine and I learned everything. Learning about crystals when you go very deep is not just they're nice and shiny and they come in different colours. What about where they are formed? How do they form? What is their cellular structure? What is the way that the crystal works? Where do they find in the world? I didn't expect the geology lesson that I, I went through but it certainly helped. Because it is another world. There are various ways that we awake. There is no one set pattern. My way into waking up, into understanding the way that this world works, started with a loss. It started with a deep, deep pain and the losing of a parent. And then I found myself on a journey where I was exploding the pain. That may seem a rather odd thing to say, but we had to explore the pain in order to understand where it came from and how to deal with it. I didn't just want to mask it, I wanted to heal it. Now, of course, when we start on a journey such as this, the universe will always, always reply to us. So I began to notice the synchronicities and I began to notice that there was a golden thread, if you like, through the path. I have wandered in various other streams on either side of this path, collected information but always walked back to the same path because I'm following the golden thread. This golden thread is of truth. So if you are listening to this podcast and perhaps some of the work of Truth Codes is triggering you, I would ask you to go deeper. There are many, many ways that you can come to the path. In fact, 144,000 plus 10 plus 2 will come into this one path in various different ways. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your culture. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. 
It doesn't matter your height, your weight, your age. None of that matters. What matters is your energy signature. What matters is that you have found the path. What matters is that you will delve deep and go within. And once we have started going within, we find other worlds, Pluto. Now, the outer waking reality is the reflection of what we're working with. So there is no general picture. I always am fascinated by this idea that there is one outer waking reality with a whole heap of people who are controlling it and somehow this is what we are meant to live. That comes from human logic. The picture that's presented to each and every human individual is slightly different until we begin to remove the layers that hide truth from us. And then there will be a cohesive picture that appears. And this cohesive picture is validated repeatedly. So 144,000 may trigger many of you who are listening, who may search for your history books, your reference books, and start going on about biblical prophecies. And yet 144,000 remains it has remained at that number for 13 years plus. The 10 plus 2 have also remained. What has shifted is the interpretation and the expectation of those numbers. As we have worked deep in the heart space, as we have reconnected in this, our human physical form, we have peeled away the layers and we have removed the belief systems that prevent us from reaching the cohesive picture. Now, the work of Truth Codes works on the we are. There is no I am. If you are still working with I am, then you are surrounded by belief structures that are trying to tell you that you're omnipotent, that you are all that you require. And that is a division and separation. That's part of the old 3D world. You have to transcend that before you can begin to even entertain we are. View us as an ocean that has been poured into human physical vessels. There's 144,000 plus 10 plus 2 that make we are. We are an energy. We are. Now this is formed through our heart space. As I began at the top of this podcast, My journey into this started with the pain of bereavement. Now, when we undergo a loss of someone as close to us, perhaps as a parent, we tend to want to shut down our heart space. For myself personally, I just wanted to shut out the outer waking reality. The denial was huge, even though we were partly prepared I personally believe that you can never be prepared for the reaction that you will have to the loss of a loved one. It doesn't matter if they have been ill for a number of years. It doesn't matter if they are suddenly taken ill. You can never, never underestimate the power and the reaction that you will have to the loss of the person. It can come as a huge shock to you, like a shock wave. And perhaps that's how some of you woke up. In the loss is the gift. 
Because if we can summon up that little bit of courage to keep our heart space open and venture towards the pain, then we will find the answers that we seek. Keeping our hearts closed does nothing but keep the pain in. And that pain will shout. It will shout very, very loudly because it doesn't reside in our heart space. We in this, our human physical form, are meant to experience human life. There is no emotion that is wrong, just as there is no emotion that is right. The emotions are meant to flow through our human physical vehicle, giving us the experience and then flowing on. What happens when we experience grief is that we will often pause. Now, an emotion that becomes trapped in the human physical vehicle will try its best to be heard. It will shout. It will be the little voice that nags you. Then it will begin to disrupt the various organs that will make up the human physical vehicle. A bit like someone banging on a locked door. The door, of course, is within your heart space and you have locked it because you don't want to look at the pain. Now, looking at the pain is not sitting in deep, deep sadness and loss. When we go into the heart space and we reconnect to what lies beyond our heart space, we are reconnecting through Christ back to source. That is where our healing comes from. This dimensional space in which we live, the physical plane of existence, is created using inverted hesitate to use the word magic because the connotations with it but everything is inverted pain trauma separation division are not natural they are created so of course coming to this dimensional space being born into a human physical form we are going to experience trauma pain separation and division we can be united by being divided if we're all rallying round a cause we are united by our division. And this is masked by the human logical mind, which tries to show us cohesion. Cohesion is not united division. And we must understand this, but we understand it from a heart perspective. Now I want to address the heart perspective because there seems to be some strange... I don't know, some strange understanding that if you were working from our heart space, we are hippy-dippy, we are levelling probably a couple of feet off the ground and everything's groovy and wonderful, man. That is not living from the heart space. That is checking out. We're not here to check out. We are here to live through our heart space, which is allowing the energy from wider creation and truth which comes from source, to enter our heart space, to flow through our human physical body and to reach out through and into the outer waking reality. Therefore, it's internal going to external. It is not external that changes the internal. And many people will try and change the outer waking reality. The human mind can absolutely engage with you. You just need a plan. In fact, why don't you sit down, write out a plan, write out your, your goal, your arrival point, work back all the steps that you need, 
Then try and find everything that you need in the outer waking reality using your plan. Well, that may work for a short period of time. The frustration, the anxiety and the sheer strength that would take that you don't require to do that. You don't require any of that. Your mind will try and tell you that's what you need because potentially that's what you were taught as part of a belief system. When we all entered the schooling system, we perhaps were all taught that if we want to achieve something in life, then we go to what we want to achieve. We then work backwards, working out the steps that we will need to achieve our goal. So say perhaps you want to be a truck driver. So you're a truck driver. What do you need to become a truck driver? Well, being able to drive is part of it. So you'd need a driving license. To drive a truck, you would need an HGV driving driving license. So not only would you learn how to drive a car, you would have to do the additional tests as well. And so on and so forth. But what if you don't need to do any of that? Which, of course, you don't. You can go and create, you can go and you can read as many self-help books as you want. There are millions. But what if you don't need to do that either? So already there are probably lots of you who are triggering. This woman is going to come up with her version of things. No, I'm not. What I am going to do is put forward the idea. So you can agree, disagree, you can play with it, do whatever you want with it. That if we align ourselves with our deepest heart space, with wider creation and truth which exists out with the separation, that if we simply align ourselves with that frequency, the outer waking reality becomes smoother. Everything is frequency and vibration. Now, there is a whole, perhaps, school of thought out there about manifestation. Mm-mm-mm. Again, you're using lots and lots of energy. You're using lots of focus and you're having to go against the programming of this dimensional space, which is inverted. Unless you know how to dissolve the inverted programming, then you are holding back a wave. The wave will still get you. You're just building a brick wall to stop it for a little while. So we go deep within our heart space. We enter through Christ because Christ is a frequency that allows us to access wider creation and truth. And this is not Christ from any of the religious contexts. The walk into religion is a precarious one. We can fall into religion and fall into the doctrine and the rote and the ritual and completely ignore what is written because we absorb it into our belief system and we change it. Truth is not our version of anything. Truth stands on its own. Truth really doesn't care whether we believe in it or not because truth exists. We are merely dissolving all the beliefs, all the frequencies that are keeping us from truth. And therein lies the problem for our majority of people because when you state to the universe that I want to live in truth 
I want to validate truth. And I want to only experience truth. The wake-up call is massive. It's not truth. on We do not receive truth in our timescale. We don't receive truth that is lovely and polished and comes in a, a version that we can accept. Truth stands. Truth speaks. Truth is speaking. And many people, because it's coming in a way that they weren't expecting or at a time they weren't expecting, just dismiss it. But what endures is there for a purpose. So for my work for the past 15 years, there has been a golden thread. Now I have been permitted to wander because how can we have an experience if we are tied tightly to the same spot? How can we know and validate truth if we don't wander into all the lanes that are non-truth? And of course we have this little thing called human will, which is anything but what it sounds like. Human will is not free choice. The two phrases have been looped together and of course there is the inverted, inverted commas, magic there. If you are given a choice, say you are given the choice of having a sandwich. So you can have a sandwich on brown or white bread. And you believe there's a choice there because you are being permitted to choose whether you want wholemeal bread or white bread. There may be other choices. You may have the choice of having it with or without salad. And again, your human logical mind believes that you have a choice. How can you not have a choice? You can have white bread, you can have brown bread, you can have salad. The choices look like there's lots. But you're being presented with a sandwich. You're focused on the presentation of that sandwich. Now I say the sandwich is a belief system. So you can change parts of it. If you don't like brown bread, you can have white. If you don't want white bread, you can have any kind of bread you want. And the filling, well, you can change the filling to whatever you want, but it's still a sandwich. What if truth is apple pie? You're not being offered apple pie. You're being offered a sandwich. And you may get to work on this sandwich. You may make this the best sandwich that you have ever, ever seen. And you may go one step further and present the sandwich to the world. Look at my sandwich. It is amazing. You too can make the sandwich if you just do A plus B plus C plus whatever. But at no point did you see or were aware of the apple pie. And if truth comes in the symbol of the apple pie, where is it? That is the illusion that we are presented with in the outer waking reality every single moment of every single moment until we're not. Until we can see that the sandwich is a decoy. And we can smell the apple pie. So then we set off using our instincts to reach the apple pie. And we may find it in the weirdest of places. We will not usually find 
truth, which is the symbol of the apple pie I'm using in this example, we may not find it where we expected to find it. We're not going to find it in a pie shop. We're probably not going to find it anywhere we expect that we'll sell apple pies. Now remember, the outer waking reality is at this moment in time offering you a sandwich. There are those around you who are going to argue about the filling of a sandwich. Well, that's not healthy, that's too many calories. Well, you know, you'll die if you eat that one. What about not having the sandwich? There are loads of people out there who would never have the sandwich. Never mind changing the sandwich to being brown, pink, whatever. There are those who will shout out against the sandwich. Do not eat the sandwich. The sandwich is bad for you. But they're still focusing on the sandwich. We have gone off in search of apple pie. And our instincts will help us find it. But it won't look like apple pie when we first find it. We'll be able to smell it and it'll be disguised. That is when you go deep into your heart space. You connect to Christ to validate your connection. And then you begin to work at an energetic level. The physical level is a very dense level and there are various layers around it. You can't change the invertedness of the layers that are around it. You can remove your trigger points, you can remove the belief systems that make you see only the sandwich. All of this can be done at an energetic level. So we do enter the energetic platform in various ways. You may have decided to learn about crystals you may have decided to enter through the Reiki door. You may have decided to enter through the meditation door. There are a variety of doors that will give you access to understanding energy and the energy signature and why it is so important that we are in control of our energy. People wake up to different levels at different times. It does not go that somebody who has been doing this for 20 years is somehow more awake than somebody who just suddenly dropped a sandwich and went running after apple pie yesterday. These are assumptions and they're dangerous. We are sitting on the edge of the new. It doesn't matter what the outer waking reality looks like generally for people. You cannot have change without disruption. There are many in the world who simply want to go from 3D to, I don't know why 5D is so interesting, but there are other dimensional spaces. We will play this out in 3D because that is the physical plane of existence. So it doesn't matter where you go in your wanderings, you will always come back to the human physical vehicle. Because the end of the world and the various names that is for it will be played out in the physical level of reality. This is a space where all congregate. They're on their way if they're not already here. It's an energetic war that is played out in the physical realm. Many people still believe that they are spiritual warriors and are fighting the good fight whilst ignoring the human physical vehicle. That's part of the war games that darkness plays with us. Because often when we are on a spiritual plane, we are not taking steps to guard the human physical vehicle. 
A bit like going out for a pint of milk and forgetting to lock your front door. There are certain rules on energy work that are simply not adhered to. Because people view it as they are just extending their energy. Depends if you're using the soul or you are now working from a spirit point of view. The spirit and the soul are not the same. The soul view as a lodger. You don't require a lodger. You require to have full control of your own house. So I'd invite you to check out the Truth Codes website, to check out the Truth Codes blogs, and to check out the other podcasts in this series. Subscription-only podcasts are there because they go into much more detail and they will validate your path. We live in a world of supposed options. But truth just is, it's not an option. Not to 144,010 plus 2. It's all there is. Thank you for listening.